Welcome to Pharmacy View, technology in business podcast series, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. My guests today are West Australian pharmacist and director of Easy Dose, Noel Fosbury, and CEO co-founder at Strongroom.ai, Max Mito. And we're here today to talk about the merge of their two pharmacy business platforms and what this means for pharmacy clients and future customers. Today, as we've already introduced Max in a previous episode, I thought we really should focus on our new guest and who is Noel Fosbury. Well, hello everyone. I am a pharmacist from Perth, lived here all my life. and I've been a pharmacist for 40 years and owner for about 34 years of that. Done a few things in my time. I'm, I'm an ARPA examiner and really enjoy that role occasionally helping out with the newer oncoming pharmacists. I was uh, honoured with the West Australian and the Australian Pharmacist of the Year in 2016, which was, got to be honest, a shock to the system. Always been a keen early adopter of technology. Installed the first row of Emacs into WA and we, I now have two in, in two of my three pharmacies. And there's some exciting news for row owners who use strong room controlled drug register as well. We're uh, moving to be able to store controlled drugs in the rower, uh, which as we know is not legal at the moment, and to use strong room to be able to pull it out of the rower as part of the process of actually writing up drug entry, it expels the drug from the from rower. So that's that's coming along probably within the next few months, I think. Is that correct, Max? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. And we're very excited about that partnership as well. So my my motto has always been do it right, do it once and use technology a lot to do that. So I use things like RoboForm or one passwords as a product called Trello and another one called Slack that we use for communication. Trello is a great tool for integrating all the information coming into the store, uh, emails, faxes, they all come to one point and you can actually search them. So that helps a lot with people, with our inundation of people in the last few years going, oh, the doctor sent a prescription and which way, yeah. you know. There's so many ways. So I still work at the coalface a few days a week. So I'm able to watch and see what's happening in these new processes. Um, in some ways, they're getting more complicated, but eventually once we get used to them, I think they'll be uh, make life That's easier. Certain. And also, I've always been a passionate supporter of the opioid therapy programs in Australia because I think they do a great deal for harm minimisation. And I think it's part of our duty as pharmacists to actually participate in that. And I think that's probably a good segue then into the Easy Dose program. Can you talk about the journey involved there? Yeah. So about 10 years ago, we were using a very crude form of Easy Dose to record our opioid therapy program entries, keeping a track of all those things that Easy Dose does so well. Three of us, uh, Phil Willis, who is also a pharmacist over here, uh, Steve Verkirk, who's a programmer, and myself. The state government were offering an incentive to pharmacists, uh, cash incentive, to move to an electronic register. So we were able to capitalise on that and actually create what is now Easy Dose version 2. We re uh, rebuilt it, released it, and we also uh, integrated into each state. So it's basically just like Strong Room, it's actually six programs in one because you've got to have different things for different jurisdictions. Yeah. We built it to reflect existing workflows. That's something that we were really keen on to make sure that pharmacists would be able to just go in and, and use it as though they were using their normal paper-based, sort of paper-based systems, but uh, and give it as much flexibility as we possibly could. And and we find, we've found people have been very receptive to that and they find they get up and running on it very quickly. So uh, you mentioned that across the six states, WA would be a major market for you. What would they rate after? That? Uh, we've really only got a handful in the states, so probably 90% WA. Yeah, we've got a few people over there and have of it, um, as is uh, 
you know, if something goes wrong with a printer or something, someone's changed some settings or something, this to be neat to make sure that it's all up and running. And, uh, you know, uh, this is actually one of the reasons, one of the first reasons that we wanted to transition is that we know that, you know, there's only really three of us and Steve's the only one really could can fix. So it's a very limited base if something does go wrong, you know, which then we really didn't have a leg to stand on as far as fallback and that would affect our customers. So this is this is goes into why we transitioned is one of the reasons was that we didn't feel we had the physical backup to be able to do that. So we knew we needed someone to help us along and, and actually move forward. And then last year we were rung up out of the blue by Max and he explained who he was. We had heard of Strongroom, we'd heard some good things about it. They said they wanted to merge with us, uh, take us on board, merge our customers into their database, have us on board as advisors. So that's that's really right, where so we're at. Yeah, so uh, if I can just say that yeah. say that back to you then. So the mm. product itself was in its conception today about 10 years old. Government grant to actually get some technology uh, bases on that. Uh, predominantly based in WA, but with some clients here on the Eastern Seaboard. And you got to a point as I've understood that kind of a backup or redundancy plan or look at another alternative. And while all of that was happening, you got a phone call out of the blue from Max. Was, was, was that a phone call out of the blue, Max, or did you know something? It was actually Mark that reached out initially and set up the meeting. True. We had a hard time, I think, trying to get towards our easy doses customers. But no, more importantly, we heard really good things in all seriousness. We heard really good things about Noel, about Phil, um, and the company that Easy Dose yes. had. And with the background that Noel has with his career, with Phil's career and uh, with Steve's career as well, we, we recognized that there was, a, there was a knowledge gap within Strongroom itself that those three could really bring into the company. As an example, with this rower integration that's coming yep. through, that was actually something that Noel pushed through Strongroom. So there's many projects that are hopefully going to be coming up. And essentially with this new collaboration, we think that we can not only accelerate our product roadmap, but build a more robust system, really following Noel's motto of doing it once right. and doing it right. Yeah. So, and look, on yeah. that basis too, I've said this in a couple of podcasts and, and during my journey in the pharmacy arena is that there's a lot of great technology been established and set up in Western Australia that has transitioned east in, in a big way, some of it obviously in a, in a smaller way. But, you know, anyone listening today, never underestimate what's going on in Western Australia because there's every chance that it's uh, it's being done there and you just may not know about it and it could even be being done better than what you're you know, experiencing here. But secondly, Max, from your uh, point of view, what I enjoyed about the, the discussion we've had so far is that there's obviously some partnership coming on board here because the reciprocal side of things with Western Australia is businesses and technology platforms will be much more successful in Western Australia if you've got someone on the ground there. And uh, in this case, it looks like you've uh, you've snagged a couple of, uh, of good pharmacists that uh, are well known in the industry over there. So where, where to from here? What happens now? Yeah, so just one thing we want to really make uh, clear is that for us, what was really important as part of this merger was that it's not us just taking over the customer base of easy dose and then that's it. So Noel, Steve and Phil will be with Strongroom and be joining as part of okay. the team. So that's a really important part. And it was an important aspect of the deal for us that they stay on with us and we collaborate. Yep. And we're very excited about that collaboration. As Noel uh, earlier mentioned, you know, he's already using the tools that we use internally at Strongroom to manage feedback as well as communicate. So the transition has been easy so mm -hmm. far and um, expected for that to happen. So look, in the future, we really want to get our expertise and technology with the industry experience that Noel, Phil and Steve mm -hmm. have. 
and really keep building great products, keep bringing value to our customers, ensuring that the future of pharmacy is continuously efficient, but also improves patient outcomes. One of the things that I was really impressed with Max and his crew is that they are really open to suggestions mm -hmm. and they clearly have a very good handle on the new technologies like artificial intelligence that are coming yes. through. Things we never, old fossil pharmacists, <laughs> never even dreamed we could do, yeah. you know, things that, things that are happening in this space and they've really impressed us. One, with that outlook to innovation and secondly, their willingness to take on board information and advice and, and things from people who are actually on the ground. Yeah doing the job. So that's really one of our roles is to actually see the practicalities of how our workflows work. And then they tell us, well, why are you doing it that way? You should do it this way. And you go, okay, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Because it's things we never think yeah. of, you know, the, of the way, why things work. So, you know, the future in our space is of all software, as we've seen over the last two years with eScripts and my health record and my script list and and all of these things, the futures in integration, connectivity and customer communication, MedAdvisor, all these products, they take a long time to yes. use, which means a lot of expense. Yep. That's something that one of the things we couldn't do at Easy Dose. So we're, we're really impressed with them. We've enjoyed the process so far and we're looking forward to working collaboratively with everybody in their yeah. group. So on that note, if someone listening today is an existing Easy Dose customer, what kind of transition or changes uh, might they expect? Well, we're looking at changes over the next really 18 months. So start out with some of the people with less clients mm -hmm. and gradually as we work through those things, what we found with it when we developed Easy Dose was as we expanded, into, especially into different states, different people had different expectations of the software. So we gradually improve things within the software to, to cope with the way people work on an everyday basis. So some, some people have different ways of collecting money and, and how they do, you know, they might give a discount for a week. That, that's really important that we make sure that the uh, capabilities of the program match what's already in easy dose and exceed yeah. it. And also, you know, first, the first pharmacies to be done will be what we've already started um, moving it into my own pharmacies. Yeah so that we can actually closely monitor how things are going because you know there will be differences and rest assured all easy dose customers will be either as well off or better off after the transition yeah. than before and, and i think that was the, the key point that i took out of that was that you, you'd reached a point with easy dose where you said well we either need to do something here or, or move on and yeah. and the connection with max and strongroom you're obviously suitably impressed enough to say this is where we need to go. There's a there's a level of youth and knowledge here that um, I'll quote yourself the old fossil pharmacist. I'm, I'm not sure that's quite true, but, but you know <laughs> you, you, you do. You, you've got a product that's actually working very very well, but not necessarily the bandwidth in your in your own mind as to well what do we do with it now. And and it's absolutely the, the partnership with the younger pharmacists and the younger tech heads these days. Um, I, I think I've yep. mentioned this a couple of times before. I've, I've got a um, a 30 year old son who's in the IT arena and I love catching up with him because the conversations we have about what he's up to these days is what broadens my mind from that perspective as well. So, you know, if anyone listening today that's not sure where they're at, um, you know, either uh, get in contact with myself and I can put you in, in contact with some other people that are working in this space or just ask around because you know, there's a new way of thinking that's uh, coming. And, and I, I actually just digress one little bit. Um, I caught up with a, a couple of elderly um, IT people the other day 
And it was the first time I've heard them say that they're redundant in the IT arena because they don't know today. Like they're experts in their time, but probably 30 or 40 years ago, but they don't know today what the likes of a Max knows, uh, which I thought was a really interesting comment. Is, is that a fair one, Max? You know, it's really interesting because you see various languages mm -hmm. come and go and you see an evolution of programming languages. The industry is moving so fast that even within our own team, our, our initial tech stack from three years ago is now pretty redundant. much redundant with our version three that's coming yeah. up. So yeah, look, for us, we've got, you know, as Noel said, even though we might have the knowledge around programming, etc., it's really about the application of that technology. I mean, the way that, for example, we view AI and the applications of it is that it's another tool in the toolbox to be able to achieve some of the automation that's been promised by technology yeah. for so long. And really you know, what we get out of having Noel, uh, well, the easy dose directors, Noel and the mm -hmm. rest of them uh, from joining the team is that expertise on how it works. And I think that there's still, even though some of the older IT guys might feel like their job is redundant as an example, essentially there's still a lot that they yeah. bring in, in terms of project delivery, or IT infrastructure, in terms of the way that you structure the platform. So there's still a need for both generations to really speak and collaborate on solutions because ultimately you can have the best tech in the world, but if it's not right for that <laughs> yeah. particular problem, it's, it's useless. Yeah. So I've noticed over the year, especially the last probably 15 years, uh, really since the iPhone came out, I guess, the simpler something is to use, the more complex the workings behind it seem okay. to be. That's, that's what happens with this stuff. It gets complex behind so that the user experience is yeah. simple and easy and straightforward. Like if we look even at facial recognition and what it brings to the table, before that technology came about, the, the process to verify for individuals can become quite an arduous mm -hmm. process where you might upload a photo, verify their name, and just then get their date of birth. So you have a three-step process in just verifying someone at yeah. times. Now in the iPhone, for example, you've got your facial recognition aspect and it just opens towards the right user. So that's just one example of yeah. it. So yeah. On that note, so if we go back to now your, your existing easy dose customers. So 18 months of transition over the next period of time, you're starting with your own pharmacies to make sure that any little bugs in the system are, are ironed out. In the short term, if you're an easy dose client, I've obviously still got the same contact numbers or the same contacts and that will just transition through. Max, I'm imagining there's not necessarily any major changes for strongroom customers today, except to say that you've just grown your, uh, your client base. And so if there's someone listening today that's not already using this platform or would be interested, what's, what's the future look like now for them? So yeah, for new customers, we've got essentially a few additional modules that are coming out. Just quickly going on the easy dose. For us, we understand that with, with COVID and the various variants that have come through, it has put a strain on pharmacy. So for us, What's really important about this move over the next 18 months is to make sure that the transition happens when the easy dose clients feel like they're the most mm -hmm. ready and we're not going to be looking to rush anybody over. So part of that, we're going to be keeping pricing in place as well. So there's no changes yep. to that. And what we're also doing to as part of a welcome package to easy dose customers, we are going to be giving one of our modules for free for 12 yep. months, which is the DD book or well, the drug register module. Now for new customers that are coming in, obviously what we're going to be having as part of this. So part of our product roadmap this year is aged care and hospitals and those mm -hmm. extensions. 
So that's going to be another example of us consolidating. And again, Noel has had a lot of experience with aged care facilities as well. So again, this is another example of that collaboration where we're really enhancing uh, the product experience. Oh, excellent. So we're coming to the end of our time. Is there any other points on your list, gentlemen, that uh, we haven't covered off? Probably only that if there's an easy dose customer out there who's keen to switch over early, get in contact, yeah. we can we can arrange that. And as Max said, they get the control drug register for free for 12 yeah. months with that. What about stage supply, Max? Is that Yes, yeah, stage supply um, is part of the package as well. So it becomes a completely integrated package with the three items all linked together and also linked to your dispensing system, which is something that Easy Dose never really okay. had. So that's, you know, to pull it all together, um, if you want to actually do that now, then we're, we're We've actually, what well, we are ready to, to flip you over if you'd like yeah. to do that. Gents, that sounds really exciting. I, I really love the fact that you've got uh, two platforms with somewhat the same aim uh, coming together to actually create a newer, a newer version of both of your platforms, I guess, ultimately, which is great. The fact yeah. that it's technology that's ultimately, there'll be a little bit of work transitioning through, but ultimately yeah. making the life of the pharmacist um, easier. I'm not sure how much easier uh, in this day and age because it still surprises me the amount of technology that's coming through that you guys have to deal with. But I guess you, you've got a, a formula yourselves that sorts the wheat out from the chaff as such. So, uh, so I'm sure that'll happen. But uh, it's been great to chat today. I look forward to watching this journey and seeing what's going on. And uh, really thank you for your time. Scott, thank you, thank you, you so Scott. Uh, my pleasure. Yeah, very good.